You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. Also, the only thing we do now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing the final season, episode nine, which was called What's Your Name? <laughs> Not like last week's, which was also called What's Your Name? <laughs> 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 On Crunchyroll, at least. I like how you told me you watched it yesterday and they still hadn't changed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice, to be honest. I was just like, I gotta yeah. watch it, and clicked the video and well, read anything. Yeah, I had it like up there, but didn't start it yet. And then glanced up, and I was like, oh, this one has the same, has the right title. And I was like, I wonder if they fixed it. And I clicked over it. I was like, nope. No. <laughs> I guess not. The I watched the dub again. I used the dub for the 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 script again. Mm -hmm. So everyone should be excited. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just in a dub mood, I guess. Mm -hmm. It was a particularly excellent performance uh, i think so from the dub so. i mean like jerry jules the king and laura bailey's the queen so you know <laughs> although akito <laughs> colin clinkenbeard is doing a great job as akito too so. yeah that was my uh mvp of the episode <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be it's a makito uh, taurus has, has a lot of monologues too but there's a lot of good akito moments Kyo, Kyo monologued all of last episode, and Tor mm -hmm. monologued maybe 50% of this episode, mm -hmm. and I enjoyed the way that it was adapted as well. So anyway, I guess we'll talk about it. So we'll, we have our summary time where everybody listens to me, and then <laughs> spoiler-free discussion, and then spoilery discussion, although we're getting we're running out of spoilery things to talk about, just probably mm -hmm. just what will happen next time. Um, so yeah, this episode covered chapters 121 and 122 of the manga. Um, and part of 123 and part of 124. <laughs> so a lot of stuff, a lot of random stuff. The part of 123 was just like everybody being sad after Tori went to the hospital. And the part from 124 was the Momiji scene with Akito. Um, and so we covered this in our podcast episode 60, which we talked about last time, which was I'm Disillusioned, which covers all the way to 122. And then um, part of this would have been in the next episode, which was called Come On, It's Time to Start Walking. So there was more content in there that wouldn't have been adapted yet, I guess. This episode opens where we left off last time. Kyo walks alone through the rain. They both died because of me, he thinks. If that were true, if I really believed it, Toru thinks, it would be crushing, but... At Shigure's house, Akito comes toward Toru. It's too late, she says. The end is here. Toru's thoughts are still on Kyo, however. But worse, in that moment were his eyes, half hidden behind his coppery hair. They were screaming so loudly... I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad. That was the most crushing thing of all. It made my heart ache, even more than thoughts of mom. It's over, so what now? Akito says. Will you throw me away? Abandon me? Will you move on and leave me behind? Toru imagines her mother, saying the same. Realization dawns on Toru's face. I know how it feels to be left behind, she thinks, and we cut to the opening credits. After the credits, we join Yuki trying to find Kyo. He runs into Shigure on the street near Shigure's property, reeking of alcohol after partying with his writer chums all night. <laughs> Hold on, were you out drinking all night, Yuki says? You are technically our guardian, you know. Try acting like it sometime. Wait, I don't have time for this creep. Harsh, Shigure says. <laughs> Did you pass the idiot on your way home? The great big idiot? He asks. Idiot? Shigure says. Oh, you mean Kyo? No, I didn't. Yuki realizes that he must have gone the other way, and Shigure asks what's up. Yuki says that he doesn't know the details, but he remembers Toru crying. How dare he make her cry, he says. Back at Shigure's house, Akito says, 
You won, you know. You stole my place. Now I'm the outsider, because they all like you best. Does that feel good? You showed up and destroyed everything, she says, remembering sitting alone during the most recent Soma New Year's banquet while the Junichi talked to each other. I'm alone. A mistake. The bad guy. Does that feel good? I hate you. Oh, finally, I see you, Toru thinks. Akito says that Toru wrecked her whole world, and yet somehow she's still the pure one. You're the dirtiest of all. Toru steps toward Akito, who threatens her to stay back, and slashes Toru's arm with a knife when she gets close. Toru winces and steps back. I've been so thoughtless, how could I have not realized it? Toru thinks. She steps forward again with her arm outstretched, and Akito slashes it again. All this time, Toru thinks that Akito has been lonely. Ever since she was born, she was treated as special, as someone above the circle, instead of part of it. But that's just a different form of abandonment. I understand now, Toru says to Akito, why you talk so much about eternity and an unchanging future. You say those things because you're scared. You're terrified of being alone. Shut up! You know nothing, Akito says, dropping the knife and running forward and slapping Toru. Nothing, you condescending brat. I told you I don't want your false sympathy. I am dirty, Toru says, looking away, crying. It's true. You were right about me, Akito. Because even as I rejected your eternity, I was wishing for the same things. For forever. She imagines herself in her middle school uniform and her mother smiling together. She holds her mother's hand. Unchanging feelings, bonds. I was. But mom, the truth is, I've fallen in love with someone. It took me so long to admit it. And now he's saying he's disappointed in me. But I love him. Even if he doesn't love me back, I've decided not to stand still anymore. It's time. I'm going on ahead, mom. She imagines Kyo. She imagines herself letting go of her mother's hand, walking forward toward Kyo. People can't be bound forever, she says to Akito. Neither can their feelings. I think deep down you've already realized that, haven't you? And for all this time, it's hurt, knowing the painful truth. You've been sad and so very lonely. Akito imagines her father drifting away, and she starts to cry. No, she screams. I don't want to be left behind. Why is this happening? Akito runs into the woods nearby, still crying and shouting, I was promised so much more. This world where no one needs me, where everyone's a stranger, Akito thinks, remembering times where she felt like Yuki, Haru, Momiji, Shigure, and Kureno were drifting away from her. I don't want it. Toru catches up with Akito and catches her arm. She pushes Toru away, then grabs her short collar, pushes her back toward the edge of a nearby cliff, above where Toru pitched her tent that Yuki and Shigure found her in at the beginning of the series. It's too late! Don't you understand that? This world is unrecognizable! There are no promises, or bonds, no hope of eternity, and I'm scared! I can't live surrounded by strangers! Alone? Without any guarantee that I'll be loved? Well then, Toru says, what if you begin with me? Here. Now. We met the wrong way. Let's start over. I'll go first, she says, extending her hand to Akito. Hello, my name's Toru Honda. Tell me, what's your name? Maybe we could be friends. I'd like that. Akito calls her a liar and slaps her hand away. You don't mean it. The second I cry, you'll decide you've had enough. If I complain, you'll get mad. You'll stop liking me and throw me out of your life. Akito imagines the lonely banquet again. There you are, Toru says, and sits beside her. I finally found you. On the cliff in the woods, Akito looks up, reassured but still hesitant, and reaches toward Toru's hand. But before they can connect, Toru slips away. The unstable ground of the cliff crumbles beneath her feet, and she falls. We hear Toru's voice narrating. Tell me, what's your name? Maybe we could be friends. Please, don't cry anymore. Akito panics and screams for help. Akio, Shigure, and Yuki hear her. She runs back toward the house. Akito, please don't cry, Toru narrates. Everything's all right. The scary times are over. You made it. Akito runs into Shigure. She struggles to explain what happened, and he asks her to explain slowly. Yuki runs to find Toru and calls for help. 
Akito, did you push her? Shigeru asks once Yuki is away. She protests. The ground crumpled out of nowhere, but she admits to stabbing Kureno. Yuki finds Toru. Meanwhile, Shigure calls the main house and tells Satori that Akito is at his place and that he heard about Kureno. Just as he's explaining what happened to Toru, Kyo arrives, and hearing that she fell, he runs to find her. Shigure drapes a suit jacket over Akito's shoulders and tells her the good news. Kureno will live. Akito sobs and hangs her head. Kyo finds the spot where Toru fell. She lies completely motionless. Yuki checks on her, then moves away, giving Kyo a chance to check on her as well. He tells Kyo not to move her. She probably hit her head hard. Kyo pulls his hand away from Toru's head. It's covered in blood. Wait, this can't be happening, he says, shaking and crying. It's all wrong. This isn't what I wanted. You can't go. Stay with me, Toru. Wait, who's crying? Akito? Kyo? Right, I have to go after Kyo, Toru thinks, imagining him. And what I do, I'll tell him, I love you so much. Every day, I feel grateful we met. Maybe all I brought you was frustration and pain, but the time we've had together has made me so happy. Toru remembers meeting him and him turning into a cat, and then Yuki kicking the shit out of him, and then <laughs> meeting her to walk her home and apologizing to her. Your awkward kindness, your blushes, your smile, your shy looks, they all made me so, so happy, and little by little they became precious, my treasures. Toru remembers when he cooked for her when she was sick, and when she learned about his true form. I realize now, that day in the rain, I chased you so desperately because I was already in love with you, and that love made the thought of losing you unbearable. Being near me hurt you. My feelings hurt you. I know that. But it will be okay. So please don't cry anymore. Everything ends eventually. Happy times. Fun times. But scary and sad times, too. They will pass. Always. Tor imagines herself and her mother again. She transitions from her middle school self to her high school self. She walks toward Kyo and takes his hand. Then he walks ahead of her alone. Even if you can't believe it right now, please keep living. Don't give up. I want you to live. It's alright if you make mistakes, or take the long way around. But please, please live. Whatever happens, don't stop moving forward. Keep walking, one foot in front of the other. Even if I'm not by your side, keep walking. It's okay. At the base of the cliff, Toru comes to and reaches up to Kyo's face. It's okay, she struggles to say. I promise, Kyo, it's going to be okay now. Can you hear me, she thinks. Am I reaching you? Never mind, it's all right, Kyo says, taking her hand and gently laying it down. I get it. No need to talk. He leans down and kisses her. Later, at Soma General Hospital, <laughs> Yuki sits in a dark waiting area. Toru's grandfather says that he can go home for the night. They can take it from here. Yuki says he'll be back tomorrow, and Grandpa Honda tells him not to skip school. It'd make Toru worry, you know? He asks where the orange-headed boy is. Doesn't he know about this? He's, Yuki trails off, and we see all the Junishi and Akito worrying alone in darkened rooms, and last, Kyo sits on the balcony in his room, looking out into the night. Later, Momiji finds Akito at the hospital. He asks if she's there to visit Kureno or Toru, and Akito says nothing. Momiji says he's glad that they're alright. Akito remembers visiting Kureno, and he asks if she's okay. Outside again of Momiji, she says that they should be blaming her and getting angry or something. Are they idiots? Good thing, right? Momiji says. Thanks to those two idiots, you won't be charged for your crimes. So, you got lucky. Akito starts to cry, Momiji asks why. She wondered if she told Kureno that she wasn't okay, and asked him to come back. He probably would have. It's the kind of endlessly kind person he is. This whole time, little by little, I've been killing him, she thinks. It hurts so much. I'm furious with myself, she says to Momiji. 
Juma was apologizing and that Karino listened. She cried on his bed and he gently patted her head. So much kindness, she thinks. And I only repaid it with pain. So, Momichi says, from now on, make sure to treasure them. It's simple. Just because other people think they're idiots, that doesn't mean that you have to. You can take care of them and treasure them for who they are. That's all you need to do. He smiles a reassuring smile. This is just like the very foolish traveler, he says, sitting beside her on the bench. It's a story. Want to hear? Once you do, you'll definitely want to go see Toru. At the main house, Shigeru talks to Hattori. Akito really did go to the hospital alone, and he's impressed. Maybe the stabbing spree was cathartic. Hattori asks about what happened between Toru and Akito. At the hospital, Akito makes her way to Toru's room. She thinks, she sat down, not far away, or somewhere above me. She sat next to me, nearby. She started talking to me. There you are, she said. At the main house, Hattori asks Shigeru if everything went according to his plan. I guess so, he says. Although I'm feeling a little remorseful about parts of it. A little, Hattori says. Come on now, Doc, Shigeru says. Baby steps. It may not seem like much, but that's quite a concession coming from me. At the hospital, Akito hovers outside Toru's door. She sees Toru has extended her hand just as before and enters. And then we cut to the end credits. Yay! Yay? <laughs> Everything's fine. It's <laughs> totally fine. It wasn't fine <laughs> for the first half, and now it's okay. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shigure was like, all according to Keikaku. It's, like it's been zero days since our last chance. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong story, although appropriate in this case. She's like probably 17 or 18. That's like definitely an adult in anime terms. <laughs> yeah. You only have to be like 12 to be an adult <laughs> in an anime. If they charge you full price for a Disney World ticket, you're an adult in anime. If not sooner. <laughs> Speaking of adults, I think that Yuki is the only adult that exists in the, that household <laughs> especially at that time yeah <laughs> i i kind of feel bad for shigure coming home from like drinking and, and he was i think yuki was like did you stay out all night and he's like only till the last train only till the first train and it's like it's like <laughs> nine in the morning or whatever um, yeah it's funny to imagine that shigure is deeply hungover yes in this episode probably <laughs> he's like, or still drunk i feel like still drunk yeah. and he's like Akito is like, oh my god, she fell from the cliff. And it's like, I would just be like, you need to slow down. Like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, when, in that part where Akito's explaining what happened, I was like, it's pretty clear that she said she fell from the cliff or whatever. And he's like, can you explain, like, more slowly? <laughs> and yeah. my headcanon is that it's because he's like, what the fuck is happening? Not because not because she's yeah. freaking out, but I think it's just the way that it was acted. <laughs> it was just really funny to me. <laughs> He's like, Toru fell from the cliff. And it's like, isn't that obvious? Like, she's the only she, and it's the only cliff. Like, <laughs> I like that they set, they chose the setting for the cliff to be, like, where Toru's tent was. And I don't think it was exactly in that place in the manga. Like, it mm-hmm. was the same foreshadowing where at the beginning of the series, her tent is the reason she has to like Mushigure and Yuki's that her tent was uh, covered by a landslide. Mm-hmm. So it's like the same. It's the same situation, but here it was actually like literally the same yeah. place, so that was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a note. This is ominous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we already knew it was happening, but I was like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> it had been raining, so the ground was all loose, I guess. But yeah, the ominous mm-hmm. tent shot. But I also kind of like that they brought it back to kind of like the beginning of the story. Uh, I think like mm-hmm. it works symbolically, too. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like how she ended up living with the Somas in the first place and like how she where she we kind of like met her in her in the middle of her like just after her mother passed away and now she's moving on. So mm-hmm. she's she's literally said that she's gonna move on. I said Toru imagines yeah. the scene of her mom, but yeah, whatever, it's it's a narrative device of her 
supporting yeah. her her narration, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, anyway, I thought that that was a a nice touch. Both the for both the yeah. like suspicious tent for conspicuous tent shot and the fact that they use that location at all. Mm -hmm. Yuki was the best because he was mad. <laughs> And yeah. I like that he sassed Shigure because somebody had to. I like, oh, he's like, you're a guardian yeah. and whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, that's where he like gets distracted to like scold Shigure <laughs> from being a bad guardian. <laughs> you know how like Hiro and Yuki recently, they did, Haru was like, let's burn the, you know, he's like, this will burn up nicely about the table when they were talking mm -hmm. barbecue and they were like, no. And um, yeah. I feel like if Hiro was there, he definitely would have done the same thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Shigure should be scolded. But yeah, I like that Yuki's mm -hmm. like, you're technically our garden guardian. I mean, we're all, we we discussed this when we were talking about the manga, but now we're older than Shigure is. Like he shouldn't have been yeah. watching for teenagers. Like he's still, yeah. <laughs> it's like I still shouldn't be watching teenagers. <laughs> I think a teenager could probably take care of themselves just about as good as I could. They might have slightly less decision making capabilities, yeah. but not not mm -hmm. much more. You know. <laughs> mm -hmm. But anyway, it's just really funny that Yuki mm -hmm. says to him about it. Yeah, and then yeah. he called the ambulance, and then he met the ambulance because Kyo was there, and it's like, yeah. Oh, we had the most important uh, adaptational change is that uh, Yuki called the ambulance on his cell phone <laughs> instead of having to run back to the house. <laughs> Good point. He was dialing on his way to where Tor to find Toru. <laughs> mm -hmm. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> he had a cell phone by that point in the manga, though. I guess he didn't have yeah. to. I guess he was still just like he didn't have it with him, and it wasn't turned on or wasn't charged or something. You know, like we used to do in the early two thousands. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Back before it had our entire lives. Yeah, on exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was also like a crappy. It was a little like, flip phone, early two thousand cell phone, so they probably didn't even get it. But I thought out it's there. probably not. Actually, that's a good point because his stupid <laughs> lives in the woods and whatever. So yeah, that's actually yeah. true. That's a good point. I was gonna say I thought it had like a camera on it to take stupid videos that Kakeru asked him for in the. Yeah. <laughs> was oh yeah no no yeah they had this scene where Yuki got the, got permission from his mom or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the anime. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> It was really funny. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I just, I looked, I checked it, the chapters to see, like, what was in them and how much was changed and whatever. Because I also thought the that extended, like, scene of Toru, like, walking away from her mom and stuff, like, wasn't necessarily in there. But it was in there. They used, she used mm -hmm. the same visual metaphor. It's just um, integrated with so many other things that it's not as prominent. Yeah, they just kind of ex extended yeah. it in the... Uh in the anime which you know because they needed something to put under the i was gonna the say the and... monologue takes up most of the room on the page so that's why it's hard to see yeah. even though it's mm -hmm. there you know mm -hmm. i liked the way they executed this like uh akito being like are you leaving me with toru's mom also being like are you leaving me at the same time that's cool mm -hmm. yeah that was cool yeah i think it, again it's the same like device that's in the manga but when they actually like say it with the voices it like makes it creepier yeah. and nicer i guess mm -hmm. one thing that i thought was um interesting that i just noticed in this ad adaptation or whatever or something about the manga or something about the anime dialogue or something that you realize that so when toru is saying um like thinking about her memories of of kyo um she called them they be they she said they became my treasures and it kind of reminded me when kyoko was like my treasure when she gives kyo the uh photo of toru as a kid I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that's kind of an interesting parallel, you know? Yeah. And shows her growth, I guess. Mm -hmm. There was, speaking of photos and, and Toru's mom, there was no photo of Toru's mom in the credits at all this time, so it skipped right past there. 
Mm, yeah. I think it was just because the scene was extended, but also I think it's a good um, way to kind of like wrap up that ho her whole arc of yeah. letting go for mom too. Mm -hmm. And the like the hat, like maybe also of Kyo letting go of his issues about, you know, feeling inferior to Yuki and stuff like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I really like the, um, the scene with uh, Momiji and Akito. Yeah. It's one of my favorites in the series. I have a note that says Momiji is the second best and second only adult. <laughs> Because <laughs> my first note says Yuki is the best and the only adult. Momiji is the second best and second only adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Momiji's actually been taking care of himself for <laughs> the last several years. <laughs> well, Yuki ha Yuki had Shiguri as a guardian to take care of him. <laughs> I think Yuki really struggled. Yeah. You know, he, we saw his earlier earlier. Yeah. Like, I and think stuff. I think Yuki would have would would have died <laughs> if he was just left on his own at the same age. <laughs> Well, he was horribly emotionally abused. Not that Momiji wasn't, but it was even worse yeah. with him, I guess. So. Yeah, he had emotional problems and he can't cook <laughs> or <laughs> clean. Or... He grew plants and that helped turn turn him around. Mm -hmm. I've been working in my garden a lot recently and it makes me think of him. He's like, I subsist only on strawberries. <laughs> and like leeks. He grew leeks. Yeah. I don't know if they had that. I think they did. I can't remember. Did they? Raw. Raw. Well, there, there was... um. I think, I can't remember if they had that, they must have, maybe they added it, I can't remember if it was in the anime or the manga, but like, when Kyo makes the uh, kanji for Toru when she's sick, he put leaks in it or whatever. I think, maybe that wasn't in the anime, I forget. But anyway, Yuki was like, there's a leak thief, someone stole the leaks from my garden, and <laughs> Kyo like slinks away in the background or whatever, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Maybe that was only in the manga. It was like one of those yeah. little things at the end of the chapter or something. Yeah. It was really funny. <laughs> I was reading on the on the Tumblr today. Somebody posted um I think there was like a some kind of special that had um oh there was like a ranking of all the favorite top chapters um from Fruits Basket that was done in Hanato Yume, the original magazine that this was published in. And someone posted recently mm -hmm. on Tumblr Sakaya's comments about that chapter about this chapter where uh Kyo kisses Toru. Um and how she said like she didn't originally intend to do it that way, but like it was like what he decided to do. Like as a character, sometimes characters have their own lives of their own and stuff like that. And um, mm -hmm. I was thinking about that after I read that, and I was kind of like, I don't think I don't think he could have planned it. I think he was super impulsive. I can see this, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like he probably didn't. So like the I think the person who wrote that Tumblr post concluded with like, why did he do it? Was he trying to get her to stop talking? Did he? What did he feel like this was his last chance? Was it whatever? It was all, all these things like I guess there are things that other people have posed or whatever. But my personal take is that it was like super. It was just impulsive, and he just did it, and he probably never thought about it and didn't think about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of thing he would do. And I think the way that specifically the Jerry Jewel acted this scene, he it comes across as like super panicky, like he's literally like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" You know. Mm -hmm. Anyway. That's my comment about the kiss. My new comments from based on on the Tumblr today, the Tumblr of today. <laughs> He's such a dumbass. It makes him great. <laughs> the because like at the end of the last one, he's like, I know that you sometimes you get don't get the chance to like say goodbye or whatever, and it's just like funny. I don't know. It's 
it's like very Kyo, I feel like, for him to have had this conversation for where he's like, I'm disappointed in you. And that's like the end of this like crazy confession. And then he runs away and then he comes back and Toru's like grievously injured. And he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. You know, like, it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Kyo, mm-hmm. stop being a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. I was like how, like he had the like nightmare that's mm-hmm. like, oh, something worse will happen. And he pictured like, you know, Toru, like, and his hands bloody underneath and stuff and then like this happens he's like wait what the <laughs> fuck i think if that happened to me in real life where i had a dream where literally exactly the same thing happened i would also freak out like there's no yeah <laughs> that's a fucking premonition at that point <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's great it definitely ties back to his dream literally literarily mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. where he he dreamed about her lying down and that but like in the dream his his mom was all like i guess i wonder how you interpret that dream because it's like Kyo's mom being like, come inside, the outside world's bad, you need to come inside, and then Kyoko being like, I won't forgive you. Is it like his anxiety about mm-hmm. becoming more involved with Toru? Yeah, I think it's like, because like he says that like, oh, I'm, like when he wakes up, he says like, oh, it must be like a warning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, But then like the opposite happened. <laughs> he yeah. turned her down and then that's it's why he's so like, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's why he's like, wait, what the fuck? That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> I turned her down. Isn't this what you wanted, mom and Kyoko? Isn't yeah. this what you wanted? <laughs> Old hag and mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, too bad. But you know what Toru said? All bad, bad things come to an end. So it'll be fine. <laughs> She's in the hospital now. She was sitting up. She she was able to extend her arm to Akito. So it's <clears> fine. <throat> it's totally fine. Right? Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they have this hospital in the in the manga it's just like a generic hospital here in the anime i forgot that they call it soma general hospital <laughs> like um mm-hmm. like where rin was and stuff too and i was always like that yeah. is appropriate it's just like a soap opera it's a soap opera <laughs> <laughs> i mean people would be getting stabbed and whatever makes... all over the place so <laughs> yeah it makes sense that they would have like a hospital within the family yeah my head canon for, like is that that is true <laughs> yeah i mean like if you're you know, if members of your family will turn into animals if they're weakened, mm-hmm. um, you probably want some people in the know uh, treating their wounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I 100% headcanon that, so I'm glad that's supported by the mm-hmm. <laughs> by the anime. Yeah. <laughs> and I've always headcanon that because literally there's no way that they can. Plus, yeah. all the horrible family abuse, like with Rin, they would have reported that to authorities, don't you think? Actually, I don't know. There's a lot of. <sighs> there's a lot of sketchy child abuse and stuff but anyway you would think that yeah. if, if they and went even to like, a hospital that that would happen so i don't know yeah and even like outside of the like existing zodiacs it's like you've got the like you know the mothers giving birth to their kids and then yeah, they turn, hugging them and they turn into animals yeah they're <laughs> probably like as soon as someone in the soma family when when not all the junishi are bored as soon as someone in the soma family is like pregnant they're like yeah come to the soma hospital to give birth mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Hattori will be taking care of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they call the very foolish traveler something else. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. It was like the idiotic the traveler. traveler. Yeah. But uh, I yeah, use I like the, the name from Tokyo Pop. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I like the foolish sorry. traveler better. It sounds more like a like a fairy tale or a folk tale or something. Yeah. I'm sure mm-hmm. the name in Japanese is the same, but yeah, I'm sure the it's English the same translation word. No. Yeah. <laughs> foolish travelers does sound sound more like a uh, uh, you know, the whatever fairy tale mm-hmm. is that what she said? Yes. Yeah. I was I kind of struggle with what the lesson is from the very foolish traveler. Is it like 
be kind no matter what or don't be kind no matter what. Like when Michi's takeaway is he respects the traveler for always being kind Mm -hmm. as opposed to I think the purpose of the story is like it's supposed to be like a joke book. So Mm -hmm. I guess it's supposed to be like, look at that idiot always being too nice and then losing everything or whatever. I don't know. I think it's like, I mean, in like the takeaway that it's meant to be is like the, you know, that it's not like naivete or weakness or whatever to be a Mm. kind person. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense for that scene because Akito is like, I don't get why they're not mad at me. I don't get it. Why? How can they be so nice? Like, what the F? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Akito is kind of sheltered and selfish, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I guess not, I don't it know, was... selfish? Mis- definitely misguided about how people should yeah. interact with um, her, I would say. Yeah, it's like sort of like, like self-centered, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Based on the Zodiac story, essentially. Yeah. That's why mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't feel like selfish. Like no, it's not like she's like I know it's yeah. wrong. It's like this is what I've always been told. Yeah. Therefore, self centered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I always like how like Momiji's like unimpressed until he like realizes that like her remorse is like genuine and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you can see, he's like making the face like. like oh yeah, come he's on. like <laughs> he's super sassy too. He's like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. lucky that you're not you're not <laughs> being. But, you know, charges aren't being pressed or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then Akito's like, I remember when she's like, why are you crying? And then, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think Akito's genuinely remorseful. Yeah. I, I believe that. Even at this point. Like, we haven't seen anything, any other aftermath other than that. But mm-hmm. um, I guess Momiji gets that too. And that's why he sits with her. Yeah. But yeah, at first he's, okay. him and Shigure were both like, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So. Momiji's such a good person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those foolish idiots, that foolish travelers mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so kind to other people all the time. <laughs> they go through that, uh, there's that little flash of like all the other, a bunch of the Junishi like kind of being worried at night, that night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the one that always gets me every time is Rin because she's she's like curled up against the wall, like on mm-hmm. the floor, you know. Her friend, her friend is in the hospital. Mm-hmm. She was in an accident. And she also, I'm sure she's worried that Akito hurt her and stuff like that, too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Rin, you did make a friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's probably pretty similar. True. To what she went through. Because Akito could have pushed her off the cliff. Yeah. Like, Akito falling, pushed her in out yeah, a window. Falling from a high yeah, place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Maybe. I'm sure that's visceral for her, especially. Yeah. I have always liked that, um that scene between Shigure and Akito. It's like one of the like only yeah. times where I'm like, oh, you guys are sweet. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah, he covered her with his jacket. That's the most important mm-hmm. romantic gesture. Yeah. It's like, second to patting someone's head, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm on the yeah, level even like Yeah. <laughs> even starting with him like like putting his hand over hers and being like, mm-hmm. calm down, tell me slowly. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just like putting the jacket over her shoulders and everything. I'm like, oh. You it's take like, care. Yeah, when you're not <laughs> in a horrible <laughs> downward spiral in your <laughs> relationship <laughs> yeah he i think he can tell that she's really actually upset and not just mm-hmm. being facetious or something and yeah. that's why he's so he's also mm-hmm. kind with her in that moment too yeah i can't say nice things about shikiri do mm-hmm. i have to keep convincing people we're almost at the end of the series <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think that he genuinely was taking care of her and recognized there was something wrong so mm-hmm. And, and suit jacket, most important. 
yes. to say. Yeah, and he just kind of like just sits with her while they're waiting for the ambulance mm -hmm. to come and probably while they're waiting for somebody to come pick up Akito and stuff like that because you know, they're all dealing with Kareno at the main house and stuff too. So Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nice that he she's she's upset and he just, you know, is kind of um gentle with her and just sits with her. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, actually, one important, other important thing about Shigure is that he, the conversation with him and Atori, where mm -hmm. Atori's like, so did everything go according to your plan? And he's like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I liked this. We talked about the scene in the manga <laughs> as well. And that, you know, I don't know. I always wondered exactly what his plan was. And it seems like it was just to shake things up and try to get Akito, try to get things to change, really. Yeah. I guess, you know. And like I, he was trying to get Akito to, in a roundabout way, to, you know, feel like she didn't need to rely on the Junishi or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly because I think because he wants to be with her alone to have like a singular relationship with her. Yeah, you know, but um, mm -hmm. also also somewhat for her own good, perhaps. Yeah. Atori was like, "So did it work?" And he's like, mm -hmm. "Uh, kind of." Yeah. I feel like this is kind of like kind of confirmation it's like we've always said like it seems like he does feel like genuinely bad about getting Tori so involved mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like that's probably like yeah. definitely one of the things where he's like i feel a little remorseful about parts of it like <laughs> i feel bad that this random girl fell off a cliff yeah. <laughs> in my house <laughs> and got stabbed or got she didn't get stabbed she got like slashed or whatever by Aikido. Mm -hmm. got severely injured yeah by Aikido and and uh, just had to deal with all the crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, did she get stabbed twice or slashed twice? And I think she did, but yeah, I mean, she really... did, but it's more vague in the in the manga. And like, she clutches her she clutches her arm, and then you see the blood like drip down after whatever. I was like, oh no. Yeah, it's like uh, like also like staining her clothes and everything too. Which I know. Didn't really see as much in the in the manga images. Well, it's also black and white, I guess, so it's not so visceral. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just not, like, they just didn't put as much, like, uh, Takaya didn't put very much, like, on her clothing and everything. Mm -hmm. No, these animators really like the blood, we've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even Kyo's hand, it, the, the mm -hmm. blood was, like, almost, like, iridescent. I was like, what is up with that? Is she an alien? What's... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it was just, I don't know, I think they just gave it, like, a... a a texture but i was like i don't think blood looks like that <laughs> like mm -hmm. i don't know whatever <laughs> i feel like it's partially supposed to represent him like having the like freak out memory thing too yeah maybe he imagined it even i don't know like but... blood on his hands and stuff <gasps> he was the one he's gonna be like i caused her i caused her accident too and it's like you really <laughs> didn't buddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like you weren't even there no no I let her fall. And it's like, yeah. okay. It's like Yuki exasperated <laughs> in the distance. <laughs> Yuki looks so pissed off when mm -hmm. he's like, when Kyo is there. And then like, kind of like reluctantly gets out of the way so that, because obviously Kyo is like freaking out. And so he doesn't mm -hmm. say anything or whatever, but you can, you can see that he's still like pissed off. It's like, this yeah. is perfect. <laughs> it's like, fuck, that guy is here. Mm -hmm. Stupid idiot. First you made her cry. Now she fell off a cliff. Now he's going to freak out. I always love him just being like, have you seen the idiot? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my favorite was, I, did, I should have taken it. I don't know exactly what he said, but in the Japanese version, in the dialogue, it was so emphatic where he was like, whatever, whatever, baka at the end. And I was like, oh, yeah. and he said baka like three times in that line. <laughs> I 
It's like yeah. <laughs> so much emphasis, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and then I always liked how Shigeru was like, oh, the idiot. <laughs> Do <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> He's like, no, I haven't seen him. <laughs> I haven't seen him. I haven't seen that dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I laughed. I laughed out loud and my husband was like, why are you laughing? And I like played the line for him and he was like, I see. And I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> oh, I also like Grandpa Honda totally calling out Kyo for not being there. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. It's like, and where's the orange one? Well, <laughs> yeah. he's like, let me fucking tell you. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, uh, like long suffering sigh and yeah. transitions away. <laughs> and yeah. And Yuki's there at the hospital. Shigeru's not there. Because Yuki's an adult, unlike everybody else. <laughs> I think Shigeru opted for uh, taking care of Akito. Taking yeah, taking care of things on the uh, the Soma house and <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> he's like chugging Gatorade, and he's like, "Okay, yeah. we gotta figure this shit out." <laughs> but I still like it's charming that Yuki is there to mm-hmm. waiting for her family and whatnot. So yeah, it's nice. And of course, Grandpa Honda's there, which is great. Mm-hmm. Screw yeah. the rest of Troy's family. I mean, what? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's really, he's like, I'll take it from here. You go home. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, don't skip school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Toro wouldn't like that. Like, yeah. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. And Momiji's like, immediately skip school. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I think they made a comment yeah, about that think... in the next one, too, but it's fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was, I think it's mentioned in the manga, like, before he showed up to yeah. talk to like, Akito. So. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, he skipped school the second uh, it was open for visitation or whatever. Well, Mishi doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> also, Grandpa Hata didn't talk to him. Maybe if Grandpa Hata <laughs> had talked to him, then he wouldn't have been there. But I like that when Akito goes to Tori's room at the end, there's a bunny, a stuffed animal yeah. in her bed. Like, obviously, he brought that for her. So mm-hmm. it's cute. Yeah. I enjoyed this episode a lot. It was a good adaptation, I thought. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of surprised. I guess I was just surprised because I feel like the lead up for the to the cliff scene is like so intense that i thought it was gonna take a lot longer and i was like wow there's like 15 minutes this episode left after mm-hmm. <laughs> after that happened or maybe like a good good solid 10 minutes mm-hmm. it was like halfway through so like i guess that makes sense it's just it wasn't what i was expecting for whatever reason i was also like uh toro being like like let's start over what's your name or whatever you know because they when they met i think akito was the re- the, the first time they met akito was like intimidating Yuki and so she just like pushed him away or pushed her away mm-hmm. and um I was flashing back in my head to when that happened sorry I apologize <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she just like pushed Akito away um and so she takes the first step to try to form a relationship with her which is nice mm-hmm. I don't have any other things that I want to say other than it was good <laughs> is there anything else that you want to talk about no that's it okay you want to talk about spoiler time Sure. Talk about just talk about spoiler time, not talk about spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, next week, join us for I just love her. That's how it sounds, right? I'm really Probably. like hitting it out of the park with all these title, um, <laughs> title readings. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I noticed in the at least I don't know if they do it every time, but in the dub they don't record the person. They didn't record the episode title. Yeah, do I noticed because. Time? No, they've done it. They've had it dubbed before. I noticed because I was like, I don't know who's saying this. And so I tried to watch the dub to figure it out. And I was like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know, I know who it is. I'm just saying. I mean, anyway, mm-hmm. I, we'll see you then. We'll talk to you next week for I Just Love Her. Mm-hmm. Yay. Mm-hmm. Now, thank you all for listening. As always, 
We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Spoiler time. You know who I think is saying that? It's Kyo, obviously, isn't it? It didn't sound like him, though. You don't think so? I don't know. Do you think it's it Yuki? Did... It sounded like Yuki to me, but I don't know what line that would be. Come to which me, Crunchyroll. Which, trying... which is why I was trying to watch the the dub one, and it, <laughs> it gave me the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck you. That's just nothing. So did they, they didn't have the, they had them reading, had people reading the other ones? I guess they yeah, definitely. Have. That was yeah, I definitely remember. Yeah, I definitely remember previous ones, but they didn't on that one for some reason. I don't know. Maybe they couldn't figure it out either. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Kyo. You're right. Skinata. Mm, is it from a, some kind of Machi skin that hasn't been adapted yet? Who the fuck could it be? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Like he's got a lot of like monologuing in the scene with Machi, so maybe it's like a different translation of something he said that the manga didn't go with. That the English look in, manga yeah, didn't I was go gonna with. look at and see, and then I was gonna look in the Japanese. I only looked in this volume, so I didn't look ahead. To... It's definitely Kyo. It's definitely from when he sees her at the hospital, wasn't it? Hold on, wait. Kyo, come on, Crunchyroll, come to me, come back to me. <laughs> It's right there. Right there. <laughs> it's from that part. It doesn't sound like him, though. You're right. Yeah, it really doesn't. Maybe they had the wrong voice actor. Maybe they had the wrong voice actor read it. And then they're... <laughs> they're like, oh, crap. Just release the episode. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I guess that'll happen <laughs> next time. But then uh, I guess they'll tease him in the first half and then they'll do the start this part, the second half, and then they'll curse will break next next episode, maybe? Mm -hmm. Like he'll chase her down and then start to confess and whatever, and then... I don't know. I expect we'll have the fight next episode. <gasps> I hope so. Fight, fight, fight. Fight, fight. <laughs> if there's no Kimi's backstory, they gotta fight. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they would but... remove that. And I do think they're leading up to it with... Um... With Yuki talking to the grandpa, the fact that it was like mm -hmm. cut off, he didn't actually <laughs> say anything. Yeah, I assume we're gonna, we're probably gonna have the, like instead of just the little like bit where you just get the grandpa saying like about that, you should let him have it. I assume we'll like flashback to like that whole scene. Maybe they'll start with the fight and then they'll flash back to the rest of the hospital scene. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Start with the start with the fight and then flashback to yeah, the rest. Because like the in the uh, grandpa Hondo one. Yeah, because like in the manga, it has him like. He has most of that scene, and then he, like, starts the confronting Kyo, and it has the memory of, like, uh, Grandpa Honda telling him to punch him, basically. <laughs> you should really let him have it. You should rough him yep. up. That's, that's what Grandpa Honda said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grandpa Honda knows what's up. Yeah. He's like, oh, that dumbass isn't here <laughs> when he's talking <laughs> to me. I hope they keep him. Um... Shigeru's despair over the destruction of his house and Haru ordering pizza while this is going down. <laughs> I hope that they also keep Hyo, uh, Uo and Hana and all the kids at school like teasing Kyo for saying that he was uh, disappointed in her and whatever. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> they're like, I mean, you, <laughs> she, she thinks you're disappointed in her or whatever. Yeah. And you keep being like, like, she oh, I guess I her. told them that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. How oh, great. How Yuki is the queen, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay, good. Well, now that now that the mystery is solved of what's happening next, sort of what's solved for what's happening next sort time. Of, yeah. I mean, maybe that'll just be the very end part because, like, maybe I can't Yuki and Kyo body swap, and then <laughs> that's why the voices are different. Oh, it makes that scene makes so much more sense because Kyo would never have done that. He's too shy and dumb. Yuki was like, "I'm taking this fucking body and I'm solving this right now." That's what happened in the manga, right? You're like, that's what happened in my fanfic about yes. this scene. It's like, there's no way that this could have possibly have happened. Kyo's too much of a shy dumbass. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> anyway, the point is, next time we'll, we'll all meet and we'll talk about whatever happens in episode 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.